to the podcast. It's your trusty host, James, with another polarized episode. It is Polarized the Podcast. We're talking about polarizing movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. Audiences love it, critics hate it, or vice versa. Uh, everyone disagrees on how they feel about these movies. And this one, ladies and gentlemen, is a legendary polarizing movie in my mind. It has seen it all. Every type of opinion has already been laid out for it. We're coming in years, years late, and we're bringing it back from the dead to revive it and discuss it yet again and see how we feel about it. Uh, it's standing at a certified fresh from critics, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, Poopy Doopy, 42 from audience. Um, let's get right into it. Let me bring in the man of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, Darth Brandini. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Screw you. Screw you. Woo. Yeah, man. This movie. I love that. I love that idea of, of you just rolling up into a, a into the meeting of of the the dark forces of the universe and you're saying yeah what's up motherfucker now fuck oh, you wow fuck that guy you. is really fucking evil you're just like yeah <laughs> flipping everyone off <laughs> oh big time that's how i feel today. that'd be cool Damn. what, what kind of power if you like like you start with that like what do you <laughs> 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 it's the power of his middle finger yeah, <laughs> it's melting my insides Horse grip with my middle finger. <laughs> my little middle finger. <laughs> that's that is kind of like it's like a weird that's like a road rage Jedi mind trick that people are trying to play on each other. Yeah. Is, it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, well there's that's just what body yeah. language is, it's just force Jedi mind tricks that we've all oh. and social mm. norms and all the the way we <sighs> we communicate with each other, Brandon, is really kind of totally. like magic. Right. That yeah, you and that's... I are just making noises at each other and people get it yeah right god mm. let's just let's just meditate on that for a minute if you guys haven't been to this podcast we start every podcast with thinking just a moment of meditation yes. yeah a moment of t- time spent it's just yeah. it, this is uh there's so much to get into and it's a little overwhelming we don't have top. to get into everything we don't have everyone already did that. so we it's do. like we can, we can just be we, we can oh, thank we'll, you James. we'll voice thank our opinions yeah. for sure yes uh, we'll go through I'm it gl- but i'm glad you're giving me the opportunity to feel however i want to feel about this because i kind of need the space on because i feel <laughs> a lot of things and we're, I, we're I, gonna pat, like spoiler alert we're gonna patently disagree i think on a lot of things i think me, so let's just want to start yeah. it on a nice happy note <laughs> Yeah, let's start it on a nice happy note by saying, um, yeah, today is a good day. Um, I'm, you know, always, uh, yeah, I'm, man, I just, oh, this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about, uh, let's yeah. start, yeah, we're, we're going to yeah, get into let's, it. Let's start, let's, let's start yeah. with uh, Force Awakens, because you and I saw that okay. movie together. Do you remember that? We did. Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. I remember it. Yeah. And I remember enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, so more like more. So, yeah, more than I thought I would, because I wasn't really a big fan of the uh, prequels. Um, even though, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's 
these would properties you, are so would you fascinating say that, that we're more like lord of the rings guys and star wars guys i would i would it, qualify myself a little bit more like i would that. there's not I would as say much so. property out there but those three lord of the rings movies i've nerded out over more than anything i think yeah i no, i i agree yeah but the thing is is i've seen every single one of these movies and most of them in the theaters mm-hmm. which i can't really say for yeah every franchise i mean mm-hmm. it, this is just it's something that's always like okay well we're gonna go see that star wars movie you know we gotta go see that star wars movie more it's, it's an just event. In, at a, mm-hmm. it's an event and at a point it's Becoming like almost less just less like so, a weird yes. obligation yeah mm-hmm. absolutely definitely so and to the and really because of the system because this was, you know, movies like this would come out, you know, every, you know, every so often, I've, not every so often, it would come out in a string, but it, we are just, we've been in this time period of so much Star Wars content all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so incredibly fatigued on it, just like with all the Marvel stuff. Because Disney, it's like, Disney scooped it up at the same time as Marvel and they've just pumped it out, man. It's, it's pumped uh, it. It's yeah, I was always seeing oh. It is always so bitter too. Cause I'm like, we get a James Bond movie every fucking nine years or whatever. Which would you we, prefer though? You, yeah. Uh, would you want something like this where they're just pumping out shit? I'm <laughs> well, I don't know. Not, I, maybe not this I, is the I, best I, example, I, but like I, these three movies as a whole is bullshit, man. Like as, yeah, a, as a trilogy, like we can agree on, on that. Like how they, how mm. they structure this, this whole thing did not pan out. I think even how they wanted to, and it just blows my mind how you can have so much power at your fingertips and resources and and the story just eludes you in, in such a way. Um, and, mm. and in my mind it is from a, you know, people like we love James Bond as a franchise have been around forever. And we know that there's movies that fall prey to, I'm sure they sit around at the boardroom and they're like, okay, like for this bond, like, what do we need? Like what, before we even start with the story, like what does it need in this? And they'll start like a checklist of like, okay, it needs this. It needs that. It needs this. And then we can fasten the story around these tent poles of things that the fans want and need. And that's where things get kind of dicey. And this isn't an interesting one where the fans fucking hate it and the critics love it. And I think it's because it's removing some of those tent poles and, and trying to, subvert and deconstruct things but like this is the sequel to a movie it's already establishing so much so it's not really the one to be doing that it's no, someone, no it's so unfortunate not. and the planning of it is is just still is so silly to me how how it panned out this way yeah because i mean yeah. at yeah because this is now a disney property and they have already acquired marvel who is successfully and really the only only production company uh property owners and like operators of franchises that successfully did a multi-movie arc that people love and respect Mm -hmm. because it was able to hit all the beats incorporate all of these properties together in order to tell a pretty cohesive story Mm -hmm. sure there were like some that were like you know it kind of was like some some are not so great others were great you know so there was a little unevenness movie by movie but i mean i think they brought it home in their like overall arc really yeah. well i just recently watched Agreed. again the you know end game and in oh, infinity really? war and you're yeah, and you're those, like those yeah those are amazing for their their scope. and it, it doesn't yeah because it just and then also to allow like it it set itself up so well to just pay off like a slot machine throughout it where it's just so like you know so fun to be like mm-hmm. oh yeah like yeah oh uh-huh this person oh yeah we did this in that movie and now they're here and all of that stuff 
and to then have a pretty clear point uh, about what the villain's purpose is, have it be relatively nuanced and interesting mm-hmm. and accomplish it. And yeah. So like yeah, that the, is the villain accomplishes his plan too. I love that aspect. I of love that well, too. Where, right. Like, uh, at the end of and infinity war stands strongly for me for having and everyone Ever already balls. kind of like knew that was going to happen. Like there's going to be the snap and people are going to go. And it's just like so satisfying to see these characters that they're so precious about just like off a bunch of them all at once and then end the movie that way. And you know, they're right. coming back and they do. And, and uh, Tony doesn't make it, but um, right. mm-hmm. that moment was, was bold. And that's like an empire strikes back, uh, you know, which the ending was not, something that was like up, uplifting necessarily it was still like it was ominous and you find out the twist of the of defaja departure mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> that leaves you i don't know wanting more and looking forward to the conclusion and how successful yeah like return of the jedi or uh what's the what's the third prequel i like i like that one um Damn it. I'm, I oh yeah, me. yeah. Uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith or Rise of the Skywalker. Mm-hmm. How the, how successful those ones are at completing the trilogy is uh is fascinating. But overall, yeah, I'm just saying like the the sequel. It's 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 nice when in movies in general it, when it trusts you well enough to be like the story's not finished yet and you're just gonna have to sit tight for a bit on this note and and uh and sit with it. And trust people will will be able to handle it. And yeah, maybe two towers could fit there. There too. Yeah, absolutely. Schmaug. That, uh, it, that ending frustrated me. And if I can rabbit trail one more time, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I don't have to. No, you didn't want. Sure, yeah. No, no I really did not care for those. Those no, it was just frustrating. Yeah. Like it's called Desolation of Smaug. Oh right, and it ends with like the dragon <laughs> escaping. And it's like, oh, it's coming towards the town. It's like, oh, oh yeah. the desolation is coming. It's called Desolation of Schmug. And that's where that movie ends of like, oh, the dragon's loose. Oh, it's coming to that town. Oh, no. And it's like, and then it ends. And then that's where the the battle of the five armies where it starts with a dragon destroying a town and then just, just battles the rest of the movie. Uh, and that's like a Matrix Revolutions. There's a lot of battles, too. I'm glad yes. we're, we're covering everything. And we cover that movie um let's uh, so let's find let's find the thread there as to what what works about those and what doesn't work about those because i a thing that came to mind when you brought up the um 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 the original star wars series empire strikes back something that stuck out to me is why i think the uh reveal of darth vader being luke's father is great and such a wonderful reveal that is a can be the connective tissue that carries you to the third and final installment is because that doesn't really have anything to do with the overall plot it is all in service of character development for luke because he is on a journey that we're following along across three movies that makes that it makes cl- relatively clear sense of like mm-hmm. you know he, the the classic the uh, hero's arc and that is just a aiding and abetting in luke realizing that you know 
he could easily be his father if he were to choose a different path. Mm-hmm. But now he is then presented with the option, like he's presented with what his reality could be if he were to go down that path. And then he chooses the, he chooses the opposite or chooses a different yeah. path. And then that's what the third one is all about is mm-hmm. really just kind of a reconciliation of who he's going to be as the next leader of the Jedi, which then gets us into this because he is really kind of leaving a, by and large where return of the Jedi ends and give or take, I don't know, probably like, well, maybe like realistically the amount of time since since, return of the Jedi, yeah. Since return of the Jedi, right? Like Mm -hmm. in actual time. Yeah. If you look at him, he's aged real, real time and, uh, and very much this movie. And I'd be interested in almost like to go to like discuss in, in the kind of like the, at least the first half of the movie, the people are kind of separated and yes, the chunks uh, of are, so if we can kind of hone in on the, the Luke and, and Ray, Ray apart. Um, yeah. Ray, uh, but, uh, right. But, uh, before we do that though, I should have peed before I'm going to go pee. Real quick. Oh I'm yeah. Sorry. Go for it. We will, no, no worries. We'll be right back. So yeah, um, we're back. We're talking Ray's. Yes. We're let's get right into the, like, Really, the what sets the tone for the movie? My necklace came in. I'm wearing. Hell yeah, dude! Look at that necklace. It's very, it's dope. <laughs> um, Can you run me through some of those charms? Uh, I have uh, a, so I have a money stack, a slice of pizza, and then a yeah. uh, peace sign. Cool. Can you like yeah. add more? Are you gonna add more stuff, or is it pretty much done deal? I could. Awesome. I don't know. We'll see. That's cool, man. Um, yeah. but yeah, we were, t- I was kind of like talking about, we are back. I was talking about, um, the kind of parallel that of course, and that was like the first thing I told you when I remember when we saw force awakens driving home, I was like, that was a new hope <laughs> Repur- exactly, repurposed, yeah. you know, and, and for better, or for worse, but you it's the beats are, are so similar and much the same way. This is Ray going to get mentored by an by a hermit living in a swamp you know which is i guess it's a very it's a, it's similar a, it's an island mm-hmm. sort of thing but uh yeah yoda to luke luke to ray and that is that chunk of the movie which is one of my favorite parts is the whole luke ray stuff so i was curious what you felt about that yeah i felt very uh bad about it yeah um, <laughs> i did not care for it a lot of people whatsoever. hate how luke is characterized in this movie is that something that's that's a safe assumption yeah i take issue with it as well because even mark hamill took an issue with it yeah as well as he should because it really like the way that the um force awakens leads it up is it's just he's such an important person for the overall objective to um limit like eliminating the first order which is the uprising which there was a lot of things at play that were really fascinating about this new world building that they did because it kind of just makes me think of you know this uh reality the reality that we live in of this alt-right um insurgents and neo-nazism and fascism just becoming um you know more of a like unfortunate i gotta hate saying it but popular and um so, you know, having the uh, First Order be these, you know, uh, stormtrooper Nazi looking people like that, they always kind of represented, you know, that first movie is really just about somebody that's comes from um, 
you know, meager beginnings, just like in the classic series. Uh, yeah. ends with her being on, like now she has a, a better understanding of what her purpose is, at least in the sense of I'm going to seek out somebody who is going to be able to guide me better on this journey that I'm on. And then your that was first, the, whole, the whole point of the first movie was finding Luke. the whole point of the first movie was to find Luke. That's all the force awakens was about. And then to get there and then immediately treat it as a joke, I as it. a, it's, as a, like, that's, that's gives what, a shit. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah that's what Yoda would, Yoda would do as well. I, so I thought about that. I'm glad that you brought that up because I did think about that because when Luke does in the original series, meet Yoda, he, um, his whole, like energy Yoda's energy about this is, is that you're building up all of these people. You're um, like, you have all these preconceived notions in your head about what a Jedi master should be, what mm-hmm. it means to be a Jedi. And he just is, you know, tear the making past fun. down. Mm-hmm. That's what, making Ky- that's fun what of Kylo him. wants to do. That's what, that's what Yoda is saying. And that's what this movie is, is theming is kind of representing it as well. And that's something that I'm riding that wave of what it's it's telling me in the in the text, and they are using Luke to prove this point. And a lot of people take issue with that, which is exactly what the people in the movie are so frustrated with Luke about is like, you're this, you're this great hero, you're this great legend, you've done all these great things, you gotta be this way, you gotta do this thing. And that's exactly what all these fucking Star Wars fans are saying too. Like, oh Luke. You're this. You're the hero of my childhood. This is who you are. You're the hero incarnate, Joseph Campbell incarnate hero of like what you need to be. But it it's just so much more fascinating to de- deconstruct him as a man and his faults and failures, even so much so as having the force power enough to see this darkness in the student that he was training, and have and and have a fault like he he fucked up. And he was caught in that moment and that story, how they change it three times um, is interesting, but they, he's, he's caught in that moment and things fall around him, but he had the intuition correct in a lot of ways, but then his choice in in the matter and how he uh, showed up, like that could have affected it as well. And that could have been the main thing that made Kylo evil, but overall, just to get back to Luke, I like how, he and that's what he was trying to tell her the whole time of like um it's it's just he's and he's embarrassed and he's going out going out to be a hermit because i think he he is embarrassed of of his actions and everything and he does feel like responsible and i i just i i I don't know like to have somebody that's just going to come in and be exactly who he's been all throughout the original trilogy it's been however many years and everybody's all separated like Luke and Leia and Han and that fracturing is more interesting than just like all of them are still together doing their thing on the millennium Falcon running around Mm. like as they always have been like, Mm. I I like the fact that it's able to echo empire strikes back with Yoda and also put a spin on the lore and the, and the classic character that, it's naturally going to upset people. And I totally get why people would be upset because they're taking something they love and being like, it doesn't fucking matter. Let's burn it all down. And you're, yeah, it's like you, you, you put too much faith in these, in these legends uh, when they are just men. And there's this 
I read the Dune books recently too. And that was like kind of Dune Messiah kind of did that. The second Dune book after like all the Paul stuff, like, and I was nerding out about that. And I, I don't know. That's my take on it, but I heard that. No, that's a, fair. A lot yeah. Of and that's going to echo. Yeah. Through the critics. And if, if that is the stance. If Lord of the you, Rings came back yeah. and Vigo was like a shitty King, I'd be like, wow, that's you better do that. Well, cause that's an interesting way to do that. And for people to be mm. like, yeah, you got to really do that. Well, if you're going to take that big of a swing and it's a big swing, but I just prefer that than just doing the same shit over again. And that was just more interesting to me. So that's, that would be my piece about the, the Hamill Luke stuff, but that's fair. Um, yeah. I, cause I understand that that's the side, that's the side that I am at odds with. And that is the mentality that is the counterpoint to me being like, man, it really like, cause immediately I'm like, oh man, it really sucks that he doesn't give a shit about anything. And that we spent all spent time, you know, really overcoming great odds to get here. And then it's completely devalued and there isn't any, um, there isn't any gravitas or any, um, like importance placed on, you know, um, the ability to get there to um i don't know also too with so much time spent on that island you know how little he has thought about all the other options and it's just you know really let kind of pessimism reign mm-hmm. yeah, and be totally. like his his whole um it's ugly yeah like his whole character now Mm -hmm. is just a bitter bitter, old man Mm -hmm. um because it just really flies in the face of what he know like yeah i get it you're like i i get a part of the point that Mm -hmm. you know you got two up your own ass and that was your detriment you were like, this is all important. It has to be this way, yada, yada. And then Kylo comes around and shakes that like foundation or goes against him. And that creates a rift and a problem of like, oh, right. Like, I'm not just training Jedi. I'm potentially training Sith here mm-hmm. and really coming to terms it's like with the nature versus nurture sort of thing of like, was he always like that? Did I instill that final, you know, the final act of me possibly threatening to kill him? Did, was that the final thing that turned him over the air or was he already going that way? And it's, yeah, that's a good, that's like, a really good question though, because I mean, his parents are Han Solo and Leia. So what do you think was and grand, the grand and granddaddy is, uh, what do you think the draw was the draw for, you mean for like for, for him to be Kylo evil? to, yeah, to be evil. That is, a it great, really seemed like it, it daftly handled. It'd be great if the, the movie got into some of that. Yeah. <laughs> because it, I, it made reference to it, but I was like, Ooh, this is really shitty way to do this. Cause uh-huh. what it, it, and the Knights of Ren and stuff, all that origin shit would be like to get a little bit more of that. Right. Uh, like who are, the, who are these other, uh, ostensibly, right? Like other, mm-hmm. um, well, and he said that acolytes, he right. Like Snoke of, had already turned him, I believe is now I'm remembering is what he said of like, it, my, it, like it he is. knew like Snoke already turned him. So there was no hope. And then like, yeah, he sees a scared little, little but, kid, but, but then even, um, 
Ray says to Luke is that he's you, you, he's not gone. Like your downfall there was to assume that there was no other path right. other than what you envision being, totally. you know, his, his, his end or whatever. The, fa- the fallible that- legend, the fallible hero is just such, I don't know. That's a dynamic, interesting concept for me, but to apply it to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Leading after this first movie, it is a little bit of a fuck, fuck you. I'm, I'm sure in a lot of these fans minds and doesn't really jive with the, the trilogy and kind of doesn't stands, at all. Kind of stands apart Cause the first and third one, JJ Abrams, like he's trying to wrap up in the third one, like what he set up in the first and that Ryan Johnson takes a detour in this one to not really cover. And I believe that he was going to have another trilogy to himself. I'm not sure if that's still happening, but um, I don't think so, but uh, maybe, I don't know, but it, it, it is so interesting. Cause we've, I think we mentioned this before, but that there's been this thing for Marvel and this is kind of a really good example of it too. Right. Because Ryan Johnson going into directing a star Wars movie. I mean, God, he had directed what two movies. This is after um, like Looper, of- right? Looper. Looper. This is Apper Looper. And then before that was uh Safety Not Guaranteed, which is such oh, an really? incredibly small movie. Um which it deals with time travel and there's that's just funny because both of those do have sci-fi elements so i guess that's why you kind of like get him into the conversation but the point i'm making is is that these major studios um and marvel being the biggest perpetrator of it have gone with this like process and you know methodology and i think mainly because of a lot of like 2000s faux pas that we had where you're just like oh we're just going to get a well-known action director to come in and do these movies and then they end up being like really middling really bloated expensive not not something that sticks around it's like people go to see it in the theaters but then they forget about it the second they leave and Marvel, again, in particular, was like, for these movies, we're going to pick these more artistic directors or indie directors and give them the because like. And this movie is also an amazing example of it is is like. Sure, Ryan Johnson's the director, but there's so much about the production of this movie that is like on rails, like you are going to get. Yeah a movie that looked like this almost irrespective of Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. at least the action sequences and sure. a lot of the other like background stuff of the way that it looked is like, you're going to get like there. This is a well-oiled machine. I thought it was interesting that he, he even incorporated lens lens flares. And I was mm-hmm. wondering if JJ Abrams was like, you gotta get a, get that lens flare in motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was just in that Benicio seat, like the prison or whatever. Like, oh, just, right. like fucking can't ah, bite. I can't see. Um, oh, Benicio in this, Benicio. another just, man, they must just have, you know, they're, they're, I, I, yeah, they just, I mean, obviously Benicio loves money. So why would he want to fuck up a good thing? But it's just funny how he's in so much like of these, like he's part of like the, the Disney. Yeah. Stable. He's in, he's in the, he's <laughs> the collector or whatever in, in <laughs> right? Marvel too, like, right? He's able to be in a star Wars movie and, uh, and Marvel with him, movies with him is just, he looks like he's having so much fun in those roles and he's doing such a great job as well of like being like understanding the assignment and knowing like, I can get pretty weird with this and chew some of the scenery. Yeah, there's a lot of scenery here. Like I, he makes a I could, buffet I out run. of the shit that he's given. I mean, that stutter 
And there's a moment you where you know he, that wasn't written in the script. For oh, no. oh no! Oh no! I like Benicio it. is like <laughs> I got I got a couple of things that I'm bringing to the table, Fucking and then people it. are just like, get out of the way of Benicio because he's just he's do making you, choices. Do you think blip blap bloop was in the script? Because <laughs> that's um, one of my favorite moments. <laughs> I, I mean, what I know about Blip, Benicio blap, is <laughs> that he just like, so funny. Uh, uh, like throws the he like reads it once and throws it away and is just like, OK, I got this. I'm it's really like, great how I'm going to rip not, it. Not <laughs> precious. He, he gives it because, yeah, like sometimes Ray and Finn are just and that's who their, their characters are. It's like character. this is the most important moment of my life. And it's like. <sighs> and it's of course like I am, <sighs> I am the hero of this story and I'm going to do the right thing. Right. And it's like so flat <laughs> and to have just it's like incredibly this, flat. and that's why like it's, movies like or the shows like mandalorian and andor are doing so well you see these cd sides of uh of star wars and i think this one taps into it as well um but before i get to some of that stuff i wanted to talk about the other because there's the other portion that's kind of starting at the beginning is the poe holdo yeah uh who, uh, who else? Stuff. Oof. I mean, Finn, Finn, Finn is around. Not my favorite either. Ugh, yucky, I, yucky. That stuff. Not, not sucky, my favorite. Sucky. <laughs> yeah, it's like such a weird pacing that all of this stuff is like uh, such. It's kind of just feels strangely drawn out, and the back and forth between out. the ships <laughs> and everything is like it doesn't. And and the thing that really, for whatever reason, I can't put my finger on it. If like Car- Holdo's character just doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't. It does yeah, not read she, yeah. read properly, and I don't know what it is. And I understand, like maybe the impetus Here, is is, is like trying to put this other new spin on, like we're not going to have these trigger happy fucking pilots like Han Solo that are going to save the day with a single thing. Like we all have to stick together and do this as a community sort of thing. But the way that she comes across is like just unclear about how I, as the audience member, should feel about her, and maybe that's. Because Pur- she has a secret as well. And that's the thing, right? Is she has a secret that she isn't telling anybody about. And so we're always just like a little unsure. What exactly is of, the secret of like. The secret is, is that she knew that she was going to kill her. So I, like that, that's the oh, thing. The it's like, slice that or whatever they fucking call it. No, right. Right. Absolutely. Oh, she's going to do a yeah. holo slice. Oh, I've never seen a holo slice again after fucking 2396. Holy shit. Uh, but that, that that in particular that was cool. That was the coolest thing. But leading up to it, like I honestly, people hate that though. James hate that 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 happened. That was that was the. But the, it doesn't save her character for me. I still it doesn't. Oh no no yeah no. Track she's with like, with her and like a rock. Because I thought it would just win way more interesting. And this is where I will I would try to. I know everyone want, likes to rewrite this movie, but I just thought the whole, and when I watched it the first time, I'm like, she's fucking evil. She's for sure working uh-huh, for Snoke. Sure, yeah. Like she's too, for sure too. like a, a mole or something like that, and Poe's gonna yeah. like right. figure her out, and then Poe's gonna do the the Poe po slice or some shit. Yeah, surprise! But she's actually the smartest a, person in the room. She ends up being the martyr and, and the hero for the movie, and it's like I didn't feel yeah warm. And then like Leia comes back, and then she's immediately immediately like, shoot up. shoots Poe. And yeah, all that stuff. And then Leia coming back was like, does not work for me as, as it made me very mad. Yeah. That does (laughs) not work for me. One of my biggest, biggest fucks. Like this is, I hate this the most because we had found out going into this, that Mm -hmm. Carrie Fisher had passed away. Right. So 
there was a lot of hubbub, you know, leading up to this of like, oh, how are they going to deal with Carrie Fisher passing away? This is, you know, obviously they had planned for her to be in, you know, all three of these movies, yada, yada. And um, it was incredibly shocking to see this movie and go like, whoa, so they're going to kill her this way. Her son kills her and like we have to deal patricide, with that and is it matricide just both like right patricide i think um, well, that's for han and then is it matricide oh yeah the, that's oh right mm-hmm. he's just yes and it's like wow this guy's evil really doing some <laughs> fucked up shit i love <laughs> right? kylo we gotta at some point go i know yeah he's oh my god can you put on a cowl or something <laughs> so stupid i, so fucking, stupid. I hate it the humor um, in this is pretty yeah i the humor in this okay so just to back it up real quick before we get into uh, we no, said we said our piece of, you got even, anything more to say about leia the leia thing oh yeah like i was i was i it frustrated me so much that instead of actually killing her in that moment, which I yeah. think that's what they should have done mm-hmm. is they should have just killed her because then that adds so much like to who Kylo is and what needs to be like dealt with from him, you know, what he has to deal with and what other people have to deal with him because of that mm-hmm. to then introduce a force power. We've never ever seen in the series of her being able to force fly through space was like, I lost it. I almost l- fucking walked out of the theater when that happened, because not only do you just introduce something that is never like understood, explain whatever. You're also like, why bring her back? Because she's not as an actress, not there anymore. Like why? Like you, it blew me away that you wrote her doing that and then to write her back into it drove me banana. It was confusing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate it so much, but okay. So the that comedy moment of that it, she it, shares with, with Luke is, is very nice. Fine. Yeah. It's but fine. it seemed like that's, that's to me is the, is part of the reason to have that final thing with those those two at least sharing sharing a moment but who knows yeah i i i totally agree with you're saying i had the why same, not subvert that I, shit I had the same. you're talking about that i mean come on don't give them a clear-cut <laughs> beautiful ending if you want to subvert something just be like man yeah you know what people in your life fucking die and it's mm-hmm. tough and you got to deal with it not this like force mirror image it's bullshit that you go and say goodbye to everybody in such a buttoned up casual uh yeah, now I'm getting fucking. <laughs> but, okay. Um, no, I it it doesn't it doesn't fully work for me, and it then it just incapacitates her for a bit. You get Holdo, right? And then it just totally kind of is like stalling, yeah. stalling, stalling people. Like they're just keep shooting, keep shooting, and and dra- kind of dragging it out. But uh, what did you think? Speaking of like new force stuff, what did you think about the connection that Snoke uh, placed upon them? He's like, it was me. I'm not going to say how I did it or why or when, but I placed the connection between you two. It sounded like a broken record, but did not care for force, uh, force phone calls. I kind of I liked f- it more. This I time. wrote the note. This force phone call being had is dumb (laughs) (laughs) i hate this this is so stupid i don't know why i liked it this time i didn't i didn't like it as much the first time i saw it and i was like this is weird but i think maybe because i knew it was coming i was like yeah i was just more accepting to like the new stuff that he introduced in terms of of force powers and and it makes me think i mean if i can go back to the luke thing for a second like what he says to ray really hit home for me and what this movie is trying to say as well of like 
something about like the force isn't for e- the force isn't just for the Jedi. It's yeah, for everyone. Damn. So like the last Jedi, it's like it's a force. It's, it's, it's a tearing, force of nature. It's tearing yeah. down the the system, man, and and giving it to yeah. everybody. You don't need these books. It's like it's it's a language that everyone can can speak or whatever is you know whatever how many midi chlorians that you might have. Um, yeah, throw that out the window. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing anymore. They're just like, yeah, just rewriting how dumb that is. Just like a bunch <laughs> of stuff that they were rewriting. Because they don't, like, again, I, I can't stress that. I, I brought it up, but I can't stress the point enough about how fucking pissed off people are that the... Uh, a major plot point is is shooting uh, the ship in hyperspeed through the other ships mm. because that just like really fucks everything up for people because mm. then you're like oh well now why haven't we always just like taken just take like a ships a dummy ship without a person a dummy ship out, and, and, and turn into hyperspeed mm. and it's a missile it's like a fucking uh, you know it's yeah take it okay let's get three ships put them in hyperspeed with no one on it shoot them towards the direction of the star destroyers mm. and call it a day and it just like and then oh my god how many fucking times yeah, i wanted to take a, take cool. a tally <laughs> I, visually it looked awesome yeah okay. I'll, I'll give you that visually yeah. it looked fucking cool that, that was enough for me that was that was, like, yeah. that was great everything I, you're I'll, saying I'll, is I'll making to that but everything you're making is making sense and is completely logical and yeah just kind of like i just don't care care enough because it looks no, cool sure because you're just like oh yeah it's cool yeah <laughs> totally but i mean yeah because that's, yeah, that's never yeah they're never gonna do do that again it's like that's sort of like yeah and fantasy movies where a big superpower will show it show itself and it's like well why doesn't <laughs> why don't they just use that every why time? don't they just right, why exactly. doesn't green Which goblin is, use those vaporizing grenades every time and spot all the time <laughs> mm, right exactly which turns yeah, out so one of the not, i don't i don't yeah me personally don't want to get too hung up on that because i do agree with you that visually was with cool you? it was cool that the way that it like the light mm-hmm. cracked through stuff and then the all audio the stuff editing in space and the audio and it was cool but like Man, also too, how I wanted to take a note of like I did take a note of tracking through light speed is such a big deal. And I wanted to take I should have taken account as how many times people were like, wait a minute, you can track no, you can't track oh, through yeah. light speed. <laughs> like so many fucking people are like, wait, what? what tracking means? through light speed? Light speed tracking. What? No, you can't track through light speed. And everybody <laughs> just like understands it. No, you can't track through light speed. And then but it's like up. Uh, Part it's like, well, if we destroy it, then they're the going to track that other one. So we got to jump onto their ship and destroy their tracker. They had like took great lengths to explain that we got to go right. to ca- to a casino planet. Cantobite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cantobite. Let's talk Cantobite. Right. Talk, yeah. That's um, the next thing. We, we're not missing anything, right? We get the introduction no, to like I mean, Rose if, and. Um, right. Rose introduction, I guess we could talk about because she is a. And, and you know, to And then, like, in her, sis, her sister's connection, which also, speaking of in, interesting things oof, that happen in outer space. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Drop, drop, dropping, the, drop the bombs in um, outer space. Like magnets that are pulling. <laughs> it's just like, right. Hits that hatch and all of them just like, or dropped there would have gravity. To be, there would have to be pressure yeah. pushing them down. Pulling Cause you pushing. could push them down and uh-huh. that would work because there's no gravity. So if like, if there is a mechanism that is pushing them down, then sure. But the way visually though, it's it just looks like cool. a, it does look cool. They're just a bunch of bo- like, and the way that the ships are designed is they're like solely designed for yeah, bomber dropping ships. bombs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Pretty into that. There's some um, cool, cool new science about it. Oh yeah, no, those are bombs that are just attracted to Sith ships and right. Sure, they got those course. Sith magnets. Um, 
Okay, so specifically about this, that really drove me nuts from Jump, which has got me in a mood every fucking time I watch this that drives me nuts, is that we essentially start the movie off with a joke, a phone call joke. Yeah, that humor doesn't work either. uh, A prank phone call is how we start the movie off. The humor is pretty rough in the one-liners. It's not a bad joke, but... I think specifically my problem has always been with this and is always so glaring when it is done wrong in movies like this, because it has been done like this in movies before that are really bad is tone. Mm -hmm. Let's talk tone, talking tone right now (laughs) is you just had a very witty repartee joke um which again the joke's not bad i don't mind just shitting on domino gleason in this movie cool shit on him he looks you know yeah good shit on him he's 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 the the leader of the bad guys like yeah shit on him like i'm i'm okay with that um he's getting it from but (laughs) but within three minutes maybe five tops Mm -hmm. we are now dealing with a lot of lost lives Mm-hmm. Okay, so joke, <laughs> lost lives. Those should be relatively <laughs> far apart from each other. Not to say this movie has to be drab. Yeah, you and should be show like the graphic su- that you make. Yeah, the super serious. Like I'm. That's not what I'm getting at. It's like you can't have death in a movie and not have jokes. No, come on. I mean, watch. You know, fucking in Bruges. I love in Bruges. Um, mm. that that gets he, very emotional too in those deaths. Absolutely. Of course it does. Cause it, and it handles all of that with such a wonderful finesse that it's like watching a masterclass in comedy and dark humor. So this good. on the other hand, you're like, wait a minute. We were just laughing about Dom Hell Gleason being a fucking piece yeah. of shit. His- and now Rose's sister is dying. All these other people are dying. Now we're talking about mm-hmm. how fucking fucked we are. And then we're going to spend another 15, 20 minutes of like, everybody's fucked. People died. Rose mm-hmm. is crying, consoling Rose. Then her being like, wait a minute, you're leaving. Wait, fuck you. My sister died. How could you? And it's like so many beats following it are wrapped around how the seriousness of the situation, which understandably so. You lost your sister. Like, I don't. And you know what? All those people who are like criticizing review, like audience wise about the wokeness and about the bullshit about mm. Rose and all of her shit. Fuck those people. They yeah. suck. Like Rose there's, isn't there's really a, lot of, a bad Speaking character. of bombing, there's a lot of review bombing going on. There is a lot well. of review. Some bombing. bullshit. She had to like cancel her social media shit. Cause so many people were right. Hounding her. It's just giving her shit. It's insane, man. That's <laughs> kind of shit. None of it is mind. her fault as a person. First and foremost, <laughs> it's crazy. You. you didn't have to say that. Like, uh, right. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like it's not her fault fault ever for anything she was given a script and she acted her ass off on it like in no way did i watch her performance and go like in my mind she is the heart of the movie in my mind she is the heart of the movie like the the, the whole theme more interesting things to say and that's (laughs) yeah that's what comes back to like the humor and there's some one-liners that just don't fully work for me either even though i love the messaging and and again like right because she's like behind you know, it talking about the canto ends being like isn't it mm-hmm. so disgusting how everybody's just profiting off of this war and all that stuff that worked for me a lot interesting. more this, this time than the last time too i think last time i was so distracted by the the visual the prequel like visuals in this casino scene 
that I had a hard time like honing in on like all the stuff that was happening because it's just like, oh wow, this is they're really going full prequel green screen Lucas green screen and and a lot of this stuff. But I yeah, more being more prepared and and accepting some of that stuff I got with the with all the all that that whole scene was was representing and and all the the underling side of this vast empire and like the the people's is just like the people's history of star Wars, you know, a little bit more of like getting into that. And that's what Andor and rogue one is, is a little bit kind of touching on the disenfranchised and, and all this shit mm-hmm. and how, yeah. And the prof- profiteers of war and Benicio's character also, right. He shows them. Shows He's like, like a, it's a uh, great, he, yeah, that, that yeah. scene, like the casino scene, like does something like it, it at least it's it a shows, cool place. Like, like Rose, Rose, his character is able to flourish a bit in, in what she's represents and Finn as a former stormtrooper who is, has been on the other side as well, comes to terms with the, the, what the empire. Yeah. And, and the rebels both and, and how Benicio fits into his node and into how he can profit off everything. And yeah, I don't know. It just reminded me a lot of, uh, yeah, the com- almost commentary on the war machine of, of today in a, in a lot of ways which is the part of this movie that you will win me over a little bit mm-hmm. on because i agree that is interesting that is something that we haven't dealt with that is a taking our a perspective or taking the like lens of star wars and going like Ooh, let's like blow mm-hmm. this out a bit. You know what? There's actually some stuff we can really like play in with and evaluate here about the world at large. Cause time and time again, when we've seen like the Republic or the ruling class or like different, you know, kind of governments in this uh, solar or in this galaxy, it's very brief. It's like really a lot of the time it's just like right before they're about to get murdered. <laughs> like <laughs> we see like a, you know, um, uh, not Corinthian, but like Coruscant or like some shit like that. Like in the first multiple, movie, for multiple example. planets get taken out. Right. It was cool to see them for a second. Even though they're like, oh, we're all going to die. Oh, was like, oh, look at all these interesting <laughs> people on this planet. Oh, man. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, that that stuff will win me over a bit. But then, yeah, it is so incredibly ham fisted, like in the writing of Rose's character and of Rose and Finn's journey where, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all she is spitting out is platitudes yes, about like, you're right. you know, this I hate this. This is look at all these disgusting people. This mm-hmm. is what money does and all of that stuff, which like, yeah, I mean, God, I get why you would have that perspective for sure. But like, you're not. You're just standing on the outside mm-hmm. saying things about it, and there isn't a lot to there. There is. Yeah, telling, they're really telling you exactly us, how to feel about it. Yeah. Right. Like you're just such a passerby of like a point or a concept and you're never really a, getting into it. You're just like, yeah, that thing over there sucks, doesn't it? Man, it really we fucking like, don't like that. Yeah. Such a detour of kind of like, and yes, and here we see Casino Planet. This is how I feel about that. And we're out. Um, and we're out. And we're gone. Look, you know, and I was that in where they like have to take out the tracker. That's in that the end, end of Empire Strikes Back too, right? So. I don't know. There's just certain beats and arcs of, of the movies that are just never going to fully go away, which I don't know, is, is also frustrating in its own way. Um, but yeah, I appreciated that a little bit more this time. Uh, get yeah, Justin throw the master. <laughs> He's able to just get, <laughs> I don't know what he, like, I, I, I'm, oh, I'm so forever. Joseph Gordon-Levitt somewhere, him. but I didn't see him. 
as a actor because he has managed to always get in those roles where he has no problem putting on like facial prosthetics or like being a silly accent oh like silly accents and being a weirdo all the time like he has no problem doing those things like a cool and it just yeah i don't know yeah you get daniel craig too as a stormtrooper uncredited i I believe but he's like the one that oh yeah unfastens her her thing that's enough force awakens oh it is okay yeah you're right never mind I was thinking of the Ryan Johnson uh, Stormtrooper 007 yeah. Craig <laughs> Craig uh, connection, but I guess it's a, an Abrams one. Um, so yeah, we're out of Casino Planet. We've done the Holdo maneuver, and I think everything kind of coalesces in Crate. Right, is kind of where we're at. Is it Crate the salt? Um, with yeah, I mean we we could well here. I I've been having some beer, so I'm gonna go to the bathroom one more time. But yeah, do you think? Um, I, I I would like to yeah. Before we get to that, let's talk about the Kylo ray okay um snoke situation okay because that's that's like in trance mm-hmm. okay we'll be right back all right uh, we're uh we're, we are back um so you wanted to talk about the ray kylo snoke thing that that meeting happens near the um, end or is that before for crate or that's kind of at the same no that's that's before because then yeah that before. is before because then mm-hmm. uh, kylo is like storming the gates with dom Nall and there's that whole power struggle um yeah so let's let's talk about that meeting because that was yeah in my mind the first time i saw it was so flashy and unexpected that i was just kind of like whoa this is this is fucking awesome because we haven't seen real real lightsaber battle either so this is this is mm-hmm. close to that and then snoke taken out but uh thinking about it more as well it's you, you just like well what does that mean for for snoke and i remember that was caused a lot of divisiveness over like well they just killed off snoke with no explanation what's what's that about oh uh, yeah absolutely and that was uh really and then you shocking get, you get your explanation and are you happy with that <laughs> no i hate all of it it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, so so it's like it, it's funny too because like it's weird to come to terms with like me wanting things to be more formulaic at times and like because i and you've known me long enough it's like that's usually the opposite take that i have about I know. stuff yeah and, and like and it's just so weird to be presented and that's why with critics, like critics like don't care about any yeah. of this shit they're just like cool like we're just looking on like more of these qualities of of a movie and and like not yeah. so precious about who these characters are and what they mean and the larger scope of things and i think that just hangs up some of these fans of like from enjoying it <laughs> but Me too. no no but i'm not blaming like i again like if you don't like it like i don't know i know i don't blame I, you not, at all yeah. in any way no, or or should. yeah yeah and i mean i it, it should be said like even though we have a podcast about polarizing movies <laughs> you know more often than not we're pretty close in agreement yeah. and when we do disagree mm-hmm. with anybody so what's so interesting I mean, about not, this one yeah we're not going to like yeah at a bare at a bare minimum it's if you have a different opinion about this that's okay you know and there's some uh, reasoning some review bomber bullshit that will call out and be like like, fuck you yeah (laughs) that that shit fucking sucks we've read some like downright trash people reviews from lining out reasons that have nothing to do with the movie and right yeah and that's yeah that's currently happening with yeah little mermaid as well which is it's those people it's really wow uncertain play not on rotten tomatoes i think it's like on metacritic for whatever reason but people are just oh interesting stop it 
but anyway so with snow yeah like it's crazy because again like i want i'm actually more on board with it being more of a classic arc of it drove me nuts Mm. that they killed him because it is so light on him in force awakens very ominous very like ooh, who is this sith lord that has been pulling the so strings much details for the first about order he's got like these you know? scars he's got this cool mm. golden cloak that you get i love his golden cloak in this one big head yeah like decayed face yeah. weird shit going on with them he's probably been um, around a while like yeah he's not seems a dark like he's just a he's just a snoke and people he's were like theorizing so, so many things i, I was so trying, many i was trying yeah. to remember some of the silly ones but there were some silly ones but by and large it like was a, like, oh, oh i yeah. remember it was the the youngling that anakin kills that some people were thinking mm-hmm. that like it like he didn't fully kill one of the younglings or something right sure <laughs> man, right <laughs> um there's such a cottage industry for fan theories like that it's so interesting for properties yeah. like this right where there's you know there's going to be a fucking a thousand and one articles about who snoke is you know <laughs> and, and it, yeah yeah to really just say fuck you to all of those people <laughs> is, is so bold which again yeah which is why in my mind is this is such a critic favorite movie because i mean critics by and large have to be going to movies and going like ah oh, man people are just like not they're just turning their brains off and wanting to be spoon fed. And this movie challenges so many of those conventions mm-hmm. that it's not surprising to me at all that a critic would be like, yeah, this, I like this movie a lot because this movie does a lot of the opposite of what you expect. And, um, but uh, I really wanted something that was like, you know, the way that Darth Vader is, I'm sorry, but I wanted mm-hmm. like, you know, inner, yeah. uh, you know, okay. Kylo's Darth Vader, Snoke is Palpatine. And mm-hmm. over the course of three totally. movies, there's going to be this, you know, and then you find out it's like, it like literally is Palpatine, which is just such a fucking bummer, but I know. Um, yeah. We we're just like a Palpatine creation. That's so fucking convoluted. It's yeah, like a clone of some shit. Right. Yeah. Something. He just like makes these like snow clones. It's just always, yeah, I don't know. No, it's, it's such bullshit. Fuck man. That really, ugh. Mm. well, it's, but I, I, I yeah. like, I, 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 like, I just I wanted like the a shock value. There's just, I think it's also, yeah, I think like I'm craving and maybe it's inciting that, in me purposely so but it's not as satisfying as maybe they think of like i'm i am craving some even it, it's cool kill him whatever but at least give me like a little a little something of like who he might have been and and shit and i i'm even okay with the fact that kalo like kylo kalo <laughs> our friend kalo kalo ren <laughs> kalo ren <laughs> like you can tell that he's not being honest about her her parents and her lineage uh-huh. of like oh they were like traders farmers whatever they just like traded you for scraps like oh, i re- his acting is so all. fucking good dude and in that moment you can tell like he looks like he's he's lying or he's not like telling yeah. the the full truth and i loved that conversation Later. after because just based on his performance of how he gave that people had these conversations of like was he telling the truth was that really it because he's just right. kind of he kind of stuttered like pauses and does these little eye fluctuations and it's like Oh, and I like the fact I and what ends up happening with that 
we can get to into another time. But I, when I remember thinking at the end of this movie, I'm like, I'm definitely fine with that. Cause then the idea of expanding this universe and not having it always be about fucking skywalkers and Palpatines and shit. Like it's the, it seems like the <laughs> smallest fucking universe in the world. It's like, she should be from fucking nowhere. Like that makes it even cooler. And this whole thing about the forces with everybody, it means that anybody that even from fucking Jack who, which everyone just, I love how everyone makes fun of how, what a shithole Jack who is. He, yeah, and then Luke they just, says that. And he's like, Oh, that is nowhere. And that's for me all the movie that all the stuff that's set up in this movie is pulled under the rug for me in, in the next one. And that's where I get frustrated. And that's where I think people feel the same way people feel about this one. So I, I get it as well, but I like the fact that they, yeah, that it is more, it would be in more innocuous. So it would be just as much. This little boy that's from the stables is like the new Ray, you know? And I like I like that messaging a lot more rather than like oh no it's Palpatine Palpatine is not all, not only responsible for Ray he's also responsible for Snoke and he's always been there somehow returned blah, 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 blah. and ugh anyways we shouldn't get too that's the, that, we shouldn't no, get too no, far into that but it's, we it's shouldn't inevitable. get too far because that gets us into yeah our, but it's yeah, it's an, we're talking about the trilo- like, tril- trilogy like trilogy at large in in some ways and we talked a little Force Awakens how it sets set up and how this whole thing is just not planned well and not charted yeah, the course exactly. is not charted out um but yeah so that's i mean crate I'd, I'd like to just maybe finish off with some some crate stuff yeah before we go to reviews right. maybe any sort of stuff about that like i, I think, mean <laughs> i think that i have a kind of a i'm not a crazy about the animals in this movie <laughs> oh no absolutely not like the horse so i don't really care how the, the horse the, things the, look the, that doesn't look really that great horse, yeah the crystal right. critters looked a little cute cuter this time around but once once he says crystal critters i like jump out of my seat every time <laughs> i like these because well, it's they call them crystal critters because oh. it's just such calm it's at it least to me i'm sure it's like come up not with an totally, alien name like the right, like a yeah something that's lecif- like suffices right something like that yeah for sure i mean maybe yeah i'm sure it's like not totally commonplace but god it's like damn near close is that we all know that disney has made movies in order to sell merchandise because it's a fundamental part of fundamental part of their strategy in creating the content that they create is there are it is very 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 well documented that time and again the ceos of disney when it comes to their direction of properties mm-hmm. that are getting produced under their watch is here's the structure mm-hmm. okay we're going to release this in theaters it needs to have x y and z characteristics of it because we're going to turn this into a ride we're going to mm-hmm. sell merchandise from it or we're going to do a direct to video sequel of it. Mm-hmm. So it has to have these characteristics of it or else you're in trouble director, mm-hmm. you know, whoever you're in trouble. And, and this is a big fucking set piece for sure. Yeah. This is, this is made for absolutely. And you just, in like this movie, it's the, it, they do the Hoth at the end of the movie, it is, which is, that's the thing that I would argue drives me fucking nuts because if you want to sit there, not, I'm not trying to be like you, you sit there, James. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> shoot you. I'm gonna come over there with a gun. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna how sit there and, and say like, it is, isn't this movie so refreshing? How subversive it is. Uh-huh. Like, no, I got you. Interesting artistic swings uh-huh. it does, but then it fucking ends in a set piece that's like mm-hmm. Hoth, but not. 
within it's the, off, within the but system. instead of so it's salt yeah like, no i totally agree it's just like and you brought it up earlier it's like to, it's within the system like you're, you're like for hire director to to and exactly, there's the structure right. that is in right. place and i think ryan johnson yeah, yeah. for what it's worth works within that structure and makes his trademark known in this movie in a way that uh is is hard to do and like the lord and millers of it all they got fucking kicked off i think because they were making too much of a of a mark which they're good filmmakers and they make good stuff um for the most part but they put you know old dusty ron howard in to to finish it off uh to to make things you know more generic i i I feel like and less and but i think within the system especially for a sequel that's already part of a trilogy there's certain things that have to be in place i think he does well within the system that's that's set out for him but it's also an odd pairing and i and i get why it doesn't work for a lot of people and certain things don't jive with me of 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 everything because you can tell it's like strained of and their idea their ideas and how how he's fit in with it everything but also yeah i'm curious what a jj abrams full-on trilogy would be i don't know their decision making with this still baffles me um and I think we yeah. we know because what we get in the third one, I think, is a really great example of what we would have gotten. I think we would have gotten, you know, and we'll, but we would have gotten that eventually. sooner and he would have stretched it out. But, yeah, I don't he's he's notorious for just constantly just uh, leading, leading, leading the thread a bit and all the lost stuff of writing in the fog and, and everything like. He's he, oh, he's such a student of Spielberg and Lucas, but in like kind of the worst ways at times in my mind, like if it's like placing importance, it's like it's, you know, obviously a work of art is almost like a like a statue, right? People walk up to it and they'll interpret it however they're going to interpret it. And the majority of it is bringing their own notice to it and and really like putting who they are onto a piece and it's more of a fixed object rather than something that's like, you know, um, yeah, like something that moves or is fluid and changes. It's just so much of what we bring. And it just, to me, a lot of JJ Abrams stuff is like, right. Like I, I'm obsessed with these aspects of George Lucas and of Steven Spielberg, but it Mm -hmm. like kind of loses the thread or like misses some of the more like, kind of a shiny shiny looking car but the engine yeah kind of like but the engine's full is yeah it's like doo-doo <laughs> uh yeah, right it, yeah because it's it's flashy in more ways than one because he uses so many fucking lenses. Like we're not obsessed so. with the millennium falcon because it's the millennium falcon we're obsessed more so yeah. with han solo driving it and being like the person who's giving it life like you're focusing on the the it's that whole like how a lot of Marvel people uh, and comic book people like collect Funko Pops, right? Mm. Like the Funko Pop is fucking dumb and pointless. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that you love is that it is representative of a character. Mm-hmm. But even then you're focusing on the character and you're not focusing on their motivations and that led you to loving them. It's like it's, tra- it's so it's a, like car- a trademark sort of thing. Yeah, It's like cart before the horse shit. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, I know. Again, you're losing why, and it's like the I mean, argument that's what that Boba I was, Fett is right. He was barely in those fucking movies, and people put right. So and much he started off as a toy, just, and then he kind of got re- reworked in, and all just this gets shit. launched into a sarlacc pit in two seconds. <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. I I know my stories. Um, I mean, how barely. can we not? 
Yeah, because these, really. I mean, to start to start concluding it, I'm I'm down to go through some of my notes if you got any. But well, like, I was just thinking of like any like last crate stuff of like Luke showing up as a hologram. I if, oh, I didn't, if you didn't, maybe like it's because I didn't like any. <laughs> I think it's, I was like, I think oh, it's cool. This I think that's such like an o, he was an Obi Wan kind of thing to do, and and or the conversation with Yoda. I really like the conversation with Yoda, the effects that Yoda had of being a force because he was a real puppet. Yeah, oh, I so love cool. that. And Frank, I think for, um, Frank like, Oz must have. He's still around. I right? think so to, too. To yeah, 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 yeah. That was I love that, and he's such a little shit. He's a little stinker. He's so funny. I know. And he's got kind of like the bulgy, more bulgy eyes and the fucking yeah. mouth. He's just like doing a lot of ho ho. Um, good, good. I think that's some good stuff. Uh, and then I, yeah, overall I liked the set piece. Um, and then what happens at the end? Really, that's uh much to talk about. It's kind of just like Kylo's the new new big boy and um mm. ray it's has no like step. a connection with him that's kind of like we'll see what's gonna where that's gonna go a little bit yeah it just leaves off of like kylo yeah what is the leave off here is kylo has now usurped snoke so he is now the leader of the first order mm -hmm. and then he also kind of has this vendetta to convert ray because he feels like she could be converted it's such like the lead and up that, to return the jedi because that's what Luke yeah. is, is going to try to do with vader right so we just leave it there right yeah we just leave it there oh that's the broad yeah, yeah that's the broad side of it all and you know luke luke uh and what's going on with poe and what's going yeah, I don't know. There, I know that a lot of people had issue with how Poe meets Ray Finn, for the first time. That's what happens. He's like, "Hi, my name," or like, "My name's Poe." She's like, "I'm Ray." He's like, "I know." And then I like us, or I I'm a fan. And then of she his. like sees Finn and Rose, and she's kind of like, "Oh, okay." They're they're considering itemhood to borrow a Benny and June phrase. <laughs> wow. Considering itemhood, I always like that. Um, yeah, I'd be down to go through some some notes uh you can do anything oh yes he can oh, i don't remember that uh force does not belong to jedi i uh, wish i could put my fist through this whole lousy beautiful town see the okay see these are these one-liners i'm gonna i'm gonna highlight some of these that just like feel like a little chat gpt uh -huh. <laughs> like a Bro, robot wrote them i don't know or just how they come off is just um, like yeah, so like on the, on the nose or like you were saying speaking in platitudes like i wish i could put my fist through this whole lousy beautiful town you didn't fail, Kylo. Kylo failed you. Holdo, incompetent? Shallow? <laughs> my question marks. I was like, is she just incompetent? That was like, is she incompetent or evil? Right, and it was like, exactly. no, she just follows it's the code. One of the two. Like, I was just trying to figure out what and is her deal. Like, I know, right? Because she's so cagey. It's like, no, it's like, it's like, and so, and then, and then she's also like, no, against this is Poe so quickly. So you're, she's disarming him so quickly. So you're like, well, something's got to be wrong with her yeah. because it, she's holding something. What would there must be some like bigger plot that she's trying to defang Poe mm -hmm. because he's the only person who could be like, yeah, protect. Uh, no, yeah. And then mm -hmm. I, I kind of got the feeling like when Leia comes back, I was like, oh, she was just doing everything that Leia would have done anyways. And maybe it was maybe it was harder to accept from a new character. If Leia would maybe was doing those things, maybe it would have been more acceptable. But I still thought that that friction between the two just didn't pay off for me. And besides like being a cool cinematic Haldo slice, um, the day for night, there's some like day for night stuff, which like 
I guess mm. works when you're on like an alien planet with, with Luke and stuff. And there's a, and they show there's, and I thought that was like an okay way to like establish so why it looked crazy. that way. But there was a big moon and she was like walking around at night and I was like, Oh, this is not night. This is that's no this moon. Is, this is David. <laughs> that's a fucking sun. That's a star. <laughs> yeah, that's a sun. That's no yeah, moon. It is sun. Um, cause just how, how, how it was lit. I would, I feel like I would be remiss. The big, big note I have here mm-hmm. is let's talk about milking those creatures for the green sure. milk because yeah. that is disgusting. Yes, <laughs> Every, everyone can agree the, on that. I'm kind of fine with it in there. I know it's gross. I don't and like. Weird and disgusting. I don't like how they're not like cow-like. <laughs> they're like they're they literally have the energy. Like, hey, I'm just sitting here on the uh, by the water, you know, hanging out, salty, and like have yeah. this like humanoid characteristic <laughs> to of just being like yeah i'm just hanging out here by the water oh hey you know and then he just comes up and just starts milking it and then it's just like and you're like oh god so fucking gross yeah and now when i think about it it is and then kind, he just is it just all like over his beard satisfied like, like yeah you fucking star wars fans i bet you're wondering where all that blue milk came from huh? this is it huh? green is this milk. what you wanted yeah, yeah, green milk. Green milk. yeah. Oh, it comes out of the right tip blue comes out of the left <laughs> is this what you wanted so gross <laughs> it is it makes me mad i don't I know why don't. i just like love when there's weird shit and it's like so weird and it's just kinda, it's, it's so like, weird i think it's like a novelty now and like yeah i guess you could call it a, a meme if you will and then these yeah to see how these will be memed and if there's still memes in 20 years the way they did pre- the prequels um but it's just i don't know if it's campy enough a lot of it is is generic you know and uh, but sure, sure. who knows who's, who's to say people are growing up with them we'll, we'll see what they have to say when when those little little youngsters are making memes of their own um uh-huh. no they're already out there doing it uh let's see well you the, you are the last i am the last hope or you are the last hope or something they say it was like oh i get it new hope last oh. hope last jedi yeah last jedi. um last jedi you will one weapon I really liked was one of those red guys had a fucking Soul Calibur two uh, blade that like would split uh, into like yeah. that one that one character in Soul Calibur two where it's like a chain yeah. like it could like be solid as a mm. sword but then it also broke out into pieces and was like a whip yeah, yeah. he had one else like, oh, that's uh-huh. more I want that, that toy <laughs> yeah, I know I- give me that toy. <laughs> I like rewound so it to like look at more like movie. the and like whole okay. like thin phasma fight, which that that was a, I was watching some reviews from people and that was such a like a clear hit Finn's whole character arc is a is a great example for some people why this movie and this series sucks. It's because, frustrating. Yeah, it is very frustrating because of the lack of the direction, which the point because his his is that, has so yeah. much potential as a character. So much potential. I was so excited at the beginning of Force Awakens. I'm like, dude, they are taking the mask immediately. What they do in Force Awakens, I know, like they show blood. He takes off his. I was like, wow, that's blood in this movie. And and then like you recognize that's who he is because the blood's on his mask. Like that's just a great visual thing. So and then he takes the mask off and and he's just trying to escape from war because he's been taken from his family at a young age like all this stuff works like so everybody well. in the stormtroopers right yeah. and, oh, and and like to starts get more into that oh my god to humanize the stormtroopers nope. was such an interesting angle and they just yeah and just like with luke skywalker throwing the lightsaber away i think it's the, just like nope I we're not doing placing that. him on the casino mission was in was character good. for him to see that side of war 
And I thought that him, you know, talking to Rose, like I, I used to be a stormtrooper, and then they're kind of foils in their own way of people who had their young lives fucked up and are displaced and have to make do in the same way that like, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the people making money are, are impartial to war as well. It's like people are, are going about their lives in whatever like benefits them kind of, kind of best. And to have Rose who is so, um, I don't know, empathetic and, and charitable, or I don't know what, like, uh, just cares cares for people it just bums me out that people hate her so much that made me so sad <laughs> it's like goddamn um, people we can't have anything nice um yeah and one of, can't have nice things i was looking at some more notes one of those guys got beheaded i thought that was pretty cool and the red guys um okay chopped in half pretty brutal yeah his hands still sitting there like on the yeah. on the armrest um bu- 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 way way more oh yeah okay um oh poe gives bb8 little scratches i thought that was funny who's a good bb who's a little booby i I like bb8 bb8 school yeah bb8 passes the vibe check definitely definitely like not overused and i like that there was an evil bb8 just for a second uh-huh. that was fun i also like too that they gave you the interior of how bba works on a ship mm. i thought that was such a cool scene like, his little hat yeah him yeah like he like drops into the middle of the ship and it's cool. like working on stuff i was like oh man i really enjoy this and then yeah how he's able to his head separate from the ball but yeah. like can, can come back it's together like a magnet. And stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah i liked how yeah. I, liked, I was like oh no he's separated and then just oh that, yeah bb 8 maybe it's cool you get some yeah you get r2 back as well yeah um, you do get r2 and you get 3po <laughs> yeah, he's, don't give me that what did you like, say how, yeah. they, how they just kind of like dismiss some of because he's just always prattles on so much that was mm. they kept that in character um i like this i like this oh yeah that line i just was like another one of those like is this a robot wrote this movie or something like i am human and i like this i think i go for food and beverage with my friends an effective way to have the audience feel what you're (laughs) feeling in the film is to tell them exactly what they're feeling (laughs) it's not simply (laughs) about smiling and enjoying yourself you have to state exactly how you feel in the your internal monologue I feel like just she, remember. I feel like she yeah. read the script of like Ray likes this in parentheses. Ray likes this. this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> this is good. You feel this good. This is good. And I feel just good. Just remember, when writing a movie, the audience <laughs> who's going to be viewing this movie are a bunch of dumb diaper babies. <laughs> and if you don't explain to them exactly how they're feeling, they may be confused. <laughs> if Kylo only was like when things didn't go, didn't go his way i don't like this i don't like this i wish things went differently more in line with my, what my character wanted um I'm straight in disappointed disappointed uh my last note was luke gives himself a different haircut as a hologram did you know that i know yeah yeah kind of weird right He's like trying to like live up to the legend. He like gives his hologram like legend, like, oh, the legendary 
Um, Luke right. haircut, I feel like, is what he was. I mean, if you're like, able to the create a whole image of yourself, yeah. You know? Why don't you give me? Like, a, yeah. Could you imagine if he was like really buffed, and, and, like <laughs> doesn't have gray hair? He's like this fucking yellow. He could have done it. They de-aged him and fucking. They could have just. They could have fucking let it rip and just been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be the best version of my fucking self if I'm gonna create a mirror image." This is the, my yeah. last moment on this. Oh, that makes me think of this. So I watched some so of uh, History of the World, the TV show that came out, and there's this. It's it, it it's pretty fucking hit or miss, like uh-huh. very hit or miss. But there's this one bit where Mel Brooks is like, the whole bit is like he's, you know, he's able to make himself look however he wants to. And then, so what he does is he makes himself look like the really yoked, cool version of himself. <laughs> and it was so funny to just hear his voice out of like this. <laughs> to, um, I wonder if I can show you, uh, let me see if I can find a picture of it. But it's just, it makes me think of that. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're get, you know, if, like given the option to, you know, <laughs> have a, like a, another version of yourself, you're going to just make the same exact version of yourself. No way. <laughs> Um, well, while you, while you do that, can I uh, pull up some of these uh, reviews? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, please. All right. Uh, just to remind everybody, we got a Last Jedi at a certified fresh 91 by the critics, a 42% by the audience. Let's get into some, uh, some feels out there. I'm going to start with uh, the critic side. Let's check out some positive reviews. Uh, we'll go to The Guardian. Jordan Hoffman, a 100, a perfect film, is a uh, is 100. While there are some solid nuggets of deep cut Easter eggs for hardcore fans, what is so extraordinary about The Last Jedi is that this is the first post-Lucas Star Wars film that feels free to dance to its own beat. This is just a... Yeah, it's really dancing to its own beat by giving you almost exactly (laughs) what you expected, but making it weirder. Yeah. Uh This is... uh, I know this one's funny to me. A recognized film critic, Ty Burr from the Boston Globe, gave it 100 on uh, Metacritic, and the blurb underneath it says, it's not a perfect movie, (laughs) but but it may be a great one. (laughs) He gave it a 100. (laughs) I think... 100 means it's a perfect i thought i don't know i thought that always meant it was a perfect but maybe you go you beat to your own drum buddy that's what that's what i learned from uh jordan hoffman from the guardian um from la times another 100 justin chang easily it's most exciting iteration in, in decades the first flat out terrific star wars movie since 1980s the empire strikes back it seizes upon lucas lucas's original dream of finding a pop vessel for his obsessions Akira Kurosawa epics, John Ford Western science fiction serials, and fulfills it with a verve and imagination all its own. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, we'll do, let's get at least below a 100. <laughs> These, there's a good amount, though. People just give, giving it tens. Um, we'll do IGN. Let's do IGN with a 97 um, as a video game publication or website star wars the last jedi is the quintessential star wars movie it embraces everything in the franchise that came before while taking big risks to push the story into new and unexpected places and then we'll do and we'll do two more 
There's a lot. From Time, Stephanie Zacharek, 90. No matter how much money has been poured into a movie, it's emotional generosity that it's emotional generosity that matters. And Johnson gives without squandering. His great gift is that he knows when to stop. And then mm. last one <clears throat> from New York Times, Manola Dargis, 90. Yes, the latest Star Wars installment is here, and lo, it is a satisfying, at times, transporting entertainment. Remarkably, it has visual wit and a human touch, no small achievement for a seemingly indestructible machine that revved up 40 years ago and shows no signs of sputtering out ever. E. It's. I was gonna. Okay, yeah, man. Everyone, everyone who's anyone really gives their opinion on this movie that you would care to hear from. We got uh, all the publications here. Oh, this is the one that I like to check in every now and then with the Christian Science Monitor with Peter Rayner, sure. a seventy-five out of one hundred. Star Wars The Last Jedi is the eighth movie in this series and one of the better ones. I'd rank it behind The Empire Strikes Back, still by far the best, and the first film. But it's about on par with the enjoyable last episode, Force Awakens, which also awakened the long moribund franchise. I've never said that word. I've read it before. Moribund? Moribund. Oh, oh, got it. It's not a spelled bound, but I I know what the word means. I just, yeah, whatever. Um, Like, yeah, like more more to come, right? But it's like one word, right? It's like, it's like it was like uh, it's like deceased, it's, uh, like more, yeah. Oh, morbid is like kind of what it's what's that that word's moribund, more, like because like I don't know, more is like the like yeah. kind of death and everything at the point of death. I'm gonna try to see if moribund. Oh, there we go. Google did it for me. I'll share my screen so you can hear it. Moribund. I get my practice in. I hope you're enjoying this. I feel like I've done this on the podcast before. I need to make it a segment of like, how do you say that word? You ready? Moribund. 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 Thanks. (laughs) All right. Uh, Then we're going to go to uh, audience reviews here. Let's check out some negative reviews from fans. Uh, on the tomatoes, they give it a 42 stinky, stinky. And I'm going to pull some from Metacritic is really the same situation where it's an average 4.1 by audience and a 84 by critics. It's interesting. how that. I guess it's just, yeah, like a 41 and a 84, I guess you could say. Um, but there's some, yeah, real, intensity with some of these some of these reviews but let's let's get into it we'll start with a zero from grasshopper uh they say here are some scores from the so-called professional movie critics on this site the godfather part 2 85 star wars last jedi 85 the departed 85 silence of the lambs 85 the pianist 85 fargo 85. This is one of those movies that we gave high scores to and no one's ever seen it again. <laughs> now it's up to you to find the mistake. Proving their point. Um, Gary Antis gives it a one. Guy who directed this should be fired. So great potential after Force Awakens wasted. Ridiculous choices and bad acting. Only Finn put an effort in it and director forgot about him. Movie was so bad that I created an account just to write it. Um, from Hunter Zolomon gives it a zero. The worst part about this movie is 
is not that it's a poorly written movie with terrible or non-existent character arcs, poor plot, out-of-place humor, or ham-fisted political commentary. It's not even that it ignores established Star Wars canon or lore. It is awful because it attempts to ruin everything about Star Wars that made it such a beloved story in the first place. Instead of wisdom, we get book burning. Instead of optimism and faith, we get nihilism. And instead of hope, we get pessimism and despair. The movie is an all-out assault on Star Wars as a phenomenon. It left me cold. It seems as if the people in charge of the franchise at Disney really hate the original trilogy. Charged. Charged up. Um, Charged. Do maybe like a huge couple more, two more. Um, Drew Man 82. One's, one gives it a one. I'm writing this review to document that I am a real human being and not a bot, which frankly is a pathetic excuse for apologists of this thing to make. The Last Jedi is n- just not a good movie. If this were any other franchise, we would all be laughing about it in a MST3K slash Rift Tracks sort of, oh, Mystery Science Theater, Rift, sort, Rift Tracks sort of way. Because Star Wars means so much to people, there is, a, there is polarization. Yeah, that's perfect. This movie isn't bad because I didn't get what I wanted as a fan of the series. This movie is bad because I didn't get what I wanted as a fan of movies in general. Yeah, there we go. Lame jokes, unlikable characters, a boring plot that goes nowhere, and some of the worst editing and pacing I've seen this side of the Transformers franchise. In six months, when this trash is on home media, all of its supporters are going to have a hard time defending it. The only good thing about this movie is the commitment by every actor to try and make it work. Star Wars movies are supposed to leave you with a want to come back to the galaxy far, far away, and I honestly don't care after this movie. People saying what they feel. I'm going to do one more. From New Zealand gives it a two. New Zealand as a country came out and posted this statement. This movie left me empty. It was way too much like Empire Strikes Back, but in such a bad way because it was so disconnected and implausible. So many lines said by characters made no sense. A disconnected, senseless movie. I've never watched a movie and thought, what are they doing? Why did they say that? And if the director could please tell me how bombs fall in the near vacuum of space? Uh Uh-oh. Fair question. They really need to teach more science in schools. (laughs) How about about no bombs at all? I thought Star Wars was about laser beams and lightsabers. I could go on, but why bother? Let's just join the critics, clap our hands, and drool at all the fancy cinematography. Note, I am an old Star Wars fan. Yeah, I didn't figure that one out. Yeah, But I have no desire to watch any more new movies. Shocking. Excuse me, I need to leave and attempt to empty my memory of this ridiculous movie. I remember people like actively trying to like remove this from the lore and like sign petitions. I feel like we're like, can we remove this from the lore and redo this the same way that they try to do the Game of Thrones? I don't know. Some of that stuff is just, it's silly to me. It's like you can walk out of a bad movie and okay but yeah. i but on the same hand like if we can i mean even relate to you know the most recent james bond and how that affected mm. us in the end of that i think that you know affected some old time james bond fans of like fuck they oh absolutely yeah really for sure. changed how, how yeah really supposed to feel about crazy this stuff, guy. Yeah. yeah yeah more nihilistic and pessimistic sort of sort of way looking at the james bond world and you kind of have to like deal with it a little bit so yeah right I kind of get it, get to an extent. And, and for me, it's like, I kind of felt that way when Jurassic world came out as a, as a long time Jurassic park fan, but like, even like I, as much as I like the second one, the third one is okay. 
And all of it just seems like more limited than the world that Star Wars, the universe that Star Wars offers is like, oh, you can tell so many different stories. I mean, Jurassic World and all that's like telling the same story again of like opening a park and it goes wrong, except there's more people there. There's not anything inherently wrong with that. No, and I didn't get that's not a movie's not not a great a negative. And that ends up being a trilogy as well. And it just kind of gets worse and worse. Characters are the problem. And I just don't, those ones don't leave me running back to it. But I just, I think there's something so intense about Star Wars where people really hold it to such a high regard in the stories that it tells. There's books that are made, there's shows, there's games. There's so many things. There's uh, amusement parks. uh, Disneyland has has Star Wars. And um, it's just, it's just so big and, and vast that as as people i think they even tell themselves their own stories that they want to hear in this big universe about there's just so, so much you know um so yeah getting getting uh intense about uh, a franchise revi- reviving itself under mickey mouse and doing it in this in a shiny glossy way uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna leave people feeling differently it's just interesting that it's a critically favored Disney Star Wars movie that audiences yeah. just like hate and a blockbuster that audiences just like dump on. Um, Cause it, yeah, it's yeah. For a blockbuster to make swings, it's, it's just an interesting little, little nugget for a, for a middle movie as well. The one that should be pushing things forward from the first one and then leading things into the third one. It really seems kind of like it's, yeah, it's own own thing in a, in a weird way. Uh, but I think, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other f- feelings about uh, the polarization uh, litmus test we just took? Uh, and then you want to move into your review and a, and a score to match? Yeah, I mean, the polarization is clear in my mind is that, you know, mm-hmm. you're g- given uh, at the helm of this movie is somebody who has made some interesting statements in their own movies before oh. that brought that into this movie. And it... And he was given the reign to continue to make those, uh, you know, not odd, but different choices. Um, And yeah, uh, for better or for worse, I get why this is polarizing because I can sympathize with people wanting, you know, a lot of the stuff that I liked about Force Awakens was because that it was a retelling of the old one of the old series and yeah for better or for worse i mean yeah again it's just weird because usually i'm all about um not doing that but there is something to be said about telling a it's kind of doing story. both it's trying to like have its cake and eat it too a little bit yeah, for sure yeah absolutely so Sorry to um no yeah uh no i'm it's it's so clear just watching this movie how you know it's this yeah there's no there's no middle ground in this this movie mm. this is one of those movies where you're either gonna love or hate it and Definitely. I'm curious wh- where you are gonna put yourself <laughs> on this love or hate it spectrum where are you at let's let's hear it oh you're not gonna give your score yet we're gonna. Oh, you want me to go first? Oh, okay. I thought that was your kind of now. final review right there. No, I you, you know like, what? You no, like no, no, like, no. This is how oh, I feel, no. and then like, mm, what's your score? Like, we can say okay, it at the same okay, time I if you want. It. I can, I can say my piece, and then we can say our scores at the same time. Oh, okay, think, okay. Whatever. I don't know. I, just, no, just know. No, just continue I, on, and then uh, say your, say yeah, your. Yeah, yeah. Let me just, let me just. I say think we know generally like how 
what what side we're gonna lie on we, this. yeah we know what side is there's a lot okay. of the, a lot about this movie that i did not care for mm-hmm. a lot of it is because of um yeah the cake and eat it too is a really great this is a, a wonderful use case of that because not only does it have a lot of the same stuff from a lot of homages to the older movies but it makes it makes these choices these really big choices to be different and it overall makes me feel like it just on like devalues what has come before in a way that is a bitter pill to swallow and it's you know maybe yeah maybe there's an alternate universe where i'm like really loving the challenge of that of not being given the you know the soda and given the water instead but in this case it really just doesn't work for me and a lot of it has to do with how disconnected the story is from uh, a lot of things and how um yeah it's hard not to want to make certain just like ah you know this is what i loved about this old property i it doesn't have to be exactly the same but you are just so far from that that it really um it's not good for me um I'm going to give a score for this movie. Uh, yeah, for me, this is a 42%. 42. Uh, fair. And I think you, yeah, laid out your, your issues. Yeah. Very well, very well this, this whole time. I, I feel like it's been interesting kind of, it's been nice hearing kind of like every side. I, I feel like not, not every side, but our, our, our sides are, are kind of different. I think that's been interesting to, in a way, highlight, more out of this movie than we normally would sometimes when you do agree so much because it is a lot of like affirmation of like yeah i feel that way too yeah this movie's awesome or yeah this sucks yeah i totally agree it was uh fun having this back and forth with with you definitely yeah i agree Um, this was fun overall i i think i've come down to this movie has more good in it than than bad for me it it uh it takes some some swings in some ways that i really enjoy and i think starting out you know the 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 space battle and and all that stuff is a is a normal way to start a star wars movie and the sacrifice of the person like plays out well cinematically and there's a lot of a lot about this movie that cinematically plays out if you don't think too much about bombs falling and and all that but i will give in that that that's such a small nitpick yeah Yeah. (laughs) right Um, yeah but i yeah i will give in on some of the humor is is a little bit like uh a little little rough for me but also doesn't doesn't ruin the overall what they're trying to accomplish with with um the characters and and the i think the theming just the theming and the messaging of this movie rise above some of the 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 narrative issues with main namely with the holdo poe stuff i think kind of um not censors but not fully utilizing like the characters in, in those moments and having them just be locked into the ship and having to move through space at a slow glacial sort of thing. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, and then the, all the Leia thing is the le- weaker part, but to move out of that, to discuss my, those are kind of more criticisms. I, I think um, for them to slow the movie down, have Ray and Luke have conversations was my jam. Like them just like talking about the force and talking about, um, what's going on internally for her and but also not giving too much away. Cause I think the idea of her past, not really mattering about who she is now and what she's going to do and giving her independence, um, apart from the stock that she's been placing in the whole world, the whole universe has been placing in these legends to 
come to either come to their aid or represent what they want to represent rather than that person being who they are. They are expecting that person to rise up to this preconceived notion of, of what a hero, what a Luke Skywalker would be and should be. And I thought him instilling that independence in her and, and looking in her and, and also, and teaching her something, but also learning something from her about Kylo, uh, mm. all that's, all that stuff played well. And the connection between her and Kylo worked better for me. It was a kind of a cheap, little bit of a cheap use of exposition, I think between having them have that connection. I, I know it, that's how I felt the first time. I'm like, this is just a way for them to like connect them <laughs> and have these conversations about, about stuff that wouldn't, they wouldn't otherwise, but I, those conversations were so important about revealing his side of the story and then later revealing Luke's and the stories that you tell each other and, and everyone around you is a game like a, a is like a game of telephone. And that plays into those stories we tell each other about Luke and, and heroes and everything. And I, and, uh, mm. and then the casino plan worked a little bit better as well. Uh, love Benicio Phasma coming back is like fine. And I, I even like thought about like, Oh, she got thrown in a garbage compactor last mm. movie. And I was like, Oh wait, that's, the perfect plot hole because that's what happens to fucking Luke and all them is they get thrown in a trash compactor and they get out. So it's, they showed it's passable. <laughs> um, if you have an R2, uh, but R2, R2. R2. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's just my overall thing. Just it's, it's more good than bad. I love the, that, that whole idea of the forces with everyone and the the final note at the end of the of the little kid and and all that just it warms my heart and, and it bums me out that it really like makes people so <laughs> upset but it, it is what it is and and i i know if you're mark hamill and you also aren't sure about the characterization of somebody you've played uh one of the most important things you've ever done in your lives then I trust his in intuition, but I also appreciate Ryan Johnson taking mm. that hero and deconstructing the, the hero's odyssey and, and like the whole Joseph Campbell of it all was, I think warranted to, to re refix that a bit. And then it also gave, I thought more weight to Ray. And I thought the first half of, and, and having Ray and everything was, was handled well. Um, yeah, so more good, more good than bad. And I think the, the bad doesn't, doesn't outweigh it too much. Uh, I was leaning between, uh, 70 and 80. So I'm going to go 76. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love 76. it. 76. Oh. Sounds good. Yeah, this is, uh, I didn't, and I didn't expect to like it this time around. Cause I, I feel like hearing so much discourse after the first time I saw, it, I almost didn't want to revisit it. Cause I'm like, then I'm just going to see all the things that those people said. And then I'm not going to like it as much. And I saw, and I saw what people were talking about, but still it's just such a feel movie for me. I just feel, feel it when I, when I watch it and it makes me feel warm and hope and <laughs> like humanity and, and that whole sort of like how they, how they, they describe the forces really and how they build that lore out. In, in this movie is something that I've latched onto more than any, more than a lot of the other star Wars movies. And I get why wow. some of the critics have, have been so hot on it as, as well. 
is because it's just and it's just again this is like the perfect fucking movie for our our podcast and it's one that mm-hmm. um the I, we, I was looking for an idea for a podcast and this was something that i was i had considered and then i was browsing through reddit and i saw an infograph and this was one of the highest listed most polarizing movies and i saw this infograph of all these movies that were polarizing and i sent it to you and so yeah this is this is one of those that oh, this really is like, yeah, if anything the, like started the podcast uh, in a lot of ways uh-huh, like wow yeah uh, for sure this idea so huh. um for, and for us to be polarized on it is very fitting so i think it's really like funny perfect, too yeah it's um, kind of been the perfect right. episode and i've been really looking forward uh, to doing it and I'm, I'm glad we we uh we knocked it out and you may think we're done but next time we will be doing rise of skywalker to close to close us out uh yeah let's close it out yeah and, and get finished with our feelings about the trilogy and how jj abrams attempts to uh get it back to what he was trying to do i guess i don't trying know to do, yeah right it is i haven't seen that movie since theaters either and it's that was like a fever dream um and it it holds <laughs> I, re- I remember coming out of it being like i love that <laughs> cool <laughs> hell yeah really nice yeah i did and then i thought about it more and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knows what will happen <laughs> I feel yeah. like there's there's some good stuff in there. There's some there's going to be some good stuff, but uh, it also it's like kind of being on a there's this ride called X. Uh, yes, mm. at Six Flags, this amusement park near near us, and you like f- do like flippies while the the tra- <laughs> like the the car itself uh-huh. is doing flippies while the train is doing flippies as well. Yeah, because it's all about like X being that it like rotates and. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I looking at it, it's like, wow, that's insane. We got to try it. And I remember when it first came out, it's called X2 now. It's funny to make it a sequel. But every time we come up, I come off that ride with people, it's like, what just happened? <laughs> like, I think uh-huh. either people like it or they're just kind of like, I feel sick and I have no idea what just happened. But most of most of the time, it's uh, kind of people kind of confused of like, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that's kind of how we felt uh-huh. walking out of Rise of Skywalker was like walking out of like one of those crazy coasters <laughs> uh, um, that oh that one ride at disneyland the rise of the resistance we should do a yeah that's how we got to end the star wars we got in between this and next conversation we got to go to disneyland and ride that together um, okay okay <laughs> Woo. we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> well yeah we're, we're off to disneyland, <laughs> off to disneyland. <laughs> just for one ride and then and then we're good and uh, we're out of there been a true pleasure this is- five hours later <laughs> <laughs> and then we just come back and start recording again we're like okay we did yeah. it <laughs> uh this has been a true pleasure i see mel brooks in the chat it is very funny uh, <laughs> it's funny right yeah that's a god what a what a class act i love that <laughs> just watch blazing saddles again it's like a yearly yeah. revisit for me it's just too funny and him in it just the cross-eyed mayor is just the funniest thing yeah uh all right so yeah that was that was us this is you this, this is where is we you. this is where this we is part we are all together uh if you'd like to reach us you can watch us live polarized oh wait twitch twitch.tv slash polarized pod twitter.com slash polarized pod if you want to reach us there uh, send us a line at polarizedthepod at gmail.com join us on our other podcast prod pod 
where we talk about producers, music producers. Uh, we've, we're pretty new. We've done about three episodes so far. Uh, you can reach us on like Spotify and Apple. We just got on Apple podcasts as well. Uh, rate and review and subscribe on there as well for both of those. But yeah, that music yeah, producer baby. podcast was really fun. We did uh, Diplo, it's Todd Rundgren, Barry, Barry Gordy of Motown. We are currently investigating a, a certain Max Martin, a uh, creator Martin of culture at large, um, and just fucking single after Bangers, single. Baby. Banger after banger. <laughs> it's been so fun listening to so much Max Martin. Hitsville, more like Hits Martin. It's been a fun way to listen to music to chart the course of producers, and it's taught me a lot about yeah music it really has it's yeah just so like I, this podcast taught me about watching movies as well that mm-hmm. has taught me about yeah music by and large yeah join us on the ride we we love it um and we have our good friend uh cory slash blarge to join us there too a great okay. musician we just saw a little brief concert report we saw his show nowhere land uh-huh. recently great band if i can do a little plug at the end check out nowhere land uh, they're working on some new stuff. We saw it, and it is awesome. Uh, really good tunes. And Brandini, Darth Brandini, I will let you take your leave. Uh, okay, everyone. Uh, this has been. This concludes <laughs> this portion of the podcast. Uh, don't forget your bags and whatnot, and we'll see you next time. Hey, have you noticed Darth Brandy? Darth Brandini's been kind of nice lately. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh no! Is he gonna show me the finger again? <laughs> oh no! He just blasted off. What a cool guy! <laughs> All right. See you. See you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>